0: Uh, Rob, I am, I, I am, Rob. I am here recording from my bedroom because guess what? My entire office was destroyed by a flood.
1: Yeah, you. Uh, well, I think I messaged you because a friend of mine had said, "Oh, there's a hurricane warning where I am," and I know he's in the general vicinity of where you are. And I messaged you and said, yeah. "Oh, I hope this doesn't affect you." And you said, "There's a lot of water in my basement." <laughs> <laughs> I was literally in the in the midst of cleaning
0: all that up when I got your text. I was like, well, I'm gonna have to respond to this later, because <laughs> it was like a crisis for a while. It wasn't like one of those things where you see somebody who's gotten like, I don't know, you know, three feet of water in their basement, or something like that. But it it um it was you know it was it was not good the situation was was definitely not good it was uh it was coming in we've had some water in our unfinished basement before and that's at one end of the the basement area the other end was far away from that is where i would work and i've never had water in that part but this time it rained so hard it was downpouring so torrentially that the water came in up and over the foundation of the house on all sides, basically, and came in all at once in all areas. And it was, you know, maybe a quarter inch, half an inch, it wasn't like deep or anything, but it was flowing across the floor. And fortunately, all my stuff, all my gear, all my computer gear and all that stuff is up, because I've always known that this was maybe a potential concern. And I mean, you know, I don't, Have a lot of computer equipment on the floor anyway. I don't have like a you know a Mac Pro or anything sitting on the floor, but I did have a UPS, uh, you know, an uninterruptible power supply, which is basically just a giant battery with a bunch of stuff plugged into it, sitting on the floor, and a hard drive next to it, which is my Time Machine hard drive. And when I realized the water was coming in right next to those, I got those, you know, everything shut down and unplugged really quickly, and just barely narrowly escaped those getting uh, wet which wouldn't have been good just from having you know mixing electricity and and water is never a particularly good thing. Yeah I mean it's certainly so, not
1: quite so in- uninterruptible when it's uh, covered in water. No and it's
0: got water going into it and and so and, and there, there was a lot of valuable stuff plugged into that too you know my Mac, my Mac Mini and my display and a bunch of other things and so I got it all unplugged and this was just like a Saturday afternoon when I was taking it easy and thinking, you know, I really I really need to bear down and get some work done in the next couple of days, do some other things and and that was all thrown into the up in the air because I had a lot of cleanup to do. So we got it all cleaned up. Everything's good now. Everything's fixed. We took the opportunity to just throw out a bunch of old junk. We had you know, it, we had like some old furniture that was really not good furniture. It was like old bookcases from like kids' bedrooms and stuff that wasn't very good quality. But we used it to store things in the basement because that we didn't get rid of. And then we, we finally just got rid of a bunch of that stuff, which was really good. So we don't have all that stuff cluttering cluttering up our house anymore. We've looked – our our front curb on trash day for the last couple of weeks has looked like – um, looked like a junkyard because we have been, you know, one of the things people <laughs> do is they drive around and pick through your garbage, you know, uh, the night before garbage day. So if you put if you put anything of even marginal value at the curb on a Sunday night before uh you know the monday garbage pickup here it just magically disappears elves come and get it and we we got rid of some stuff that was just really not very nice that you know we wouldn't even we would feel bad donating uh to some place because it was uh, in such bad shape but people took it anyway so yeah. got rid of a lot that way which is which is good because where we live we have to put for anything big like that that doesn't fit into a into one of the bins, you know, you have to put a sticker on it because it's like extra to have them uh-huh. haul it away. and they're pretty expensive. You have to do that with yard waste. you have to do that with big items and so it can it adds up very quickly. Um, I forget how much exactly they cost, but it it's not a cheap thing. so if anybody if you never get anybody to take something away, haul it away you know magically in the night because they think there might be value there that's always a better apparent better course of action oh
1: absolutely yeah i mean we do the same i mean I've been doing the same thing the last few weeks where we've been sort of packing up and sorting stuff out and like i just take a picture of it chuck it on facebook marketplace put it as free yeah Uh, you know and he's like you say yeah maybe it's crappy old furniture but like um i have this little bookcase that i've had probably 20 years or something um Mm -hmm. And, and this couple came around, and they just bought their first house. And they were, like, really, like, really thankful that I was given them this bookcase. And I'm like, I'm glad you're going to enjoy it. But, like, this is just my – I'm just trying to get rid of it. I don't care what you do with it. But, like, it's nice that it <laughs> actually went to somebody that wanted it.
0: Right. Yeah, no, we did some of that, too, because we have – there's similar things both on Facebook and elsewhere that uh, Jennifer put some things on. We actually got rid of – you're going to um, you're gonna hate me for this, Rob. We got rid of tens of thousands of Lego.
1: Oh, no. well, I know. Well, I mean, to be honest, knowing what shipping's like from the US, that's fine. You, you carry I on. Know. It was
0: decades, decades of sets of Legos, uh, and we got. But they they found a good home with a family with um, some young kids, so that that's good. So that was nice to get those out because we have, I mean, I have three boys, so we've had a lot of Lego over the years. There's a handful of sets that are still in the house, but uh, but you know, we have these grand visions of maybe rebuilding some of the old sets and selling them on eBay and things like that. But when you have that quantity of Lego, it's impossible to go through and try to recreate that. So it becomes like this full-time job that somebody has to do and no one here has time to do it. So it was never, it was never going to happen. So now maybe, maybe this family can try, <laughs> kid themselves that they might do oh, it someday.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I did that um, I don't know, last year, maybe the year before where I sold a bunch of my Lego sets cause I sort of You know, I'd played with them and used them, and I just wanted to get rid of a few. And keep in mind, I have a full detailed list of exactly what Lego sets I have. Most of it was bagged, and it still took me hours, like literally days, just to build these sets, just to take photos of them, to put them on eBay and Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that. So, you know, if you're digging through a big bin or, you know, all of it's mixed up, yeah, you, you would have been there for weeks and weeks trying to sort all of that out.
0: Yeah, it was it was a complete jumbled mess. And and I had no idea whether actually everything was in there or not. Anyway, so you know, some of them may have been slipped through a crack somewhere in a couch, who knows. But but yeah, it's uh so that 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 stuff's gone. A lot of stuff that we didn't need any is, anymore is gone. I'm podcasting from my bedroom. I am working on the first floor now in a room that wasn't getting much use in our house. So I just kind of set up my what was kind of a project table, just a a uh, very simple IKEA table there with the M1 iMac on it where I'm doing my writing and other stuff. So, yeah, it's working out pretty well. I actually, I don't mind not being in the basement for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I I was a little depressed about it for a while. It, the one nice thing about it down there is that it was a place where it was always utterly quiet and zero interruptions. And now I am in a room that people walk through and on on their way to the second floor. So, it it's... Uh, You know, it's a lot more central and easier to get distracted, but uh, I've got, you know, noise cancelling headphones and things like that to take care of that sort of situation. Yeah, it
1: definitely wasn't what I was expecting when I text you. I was thinking, oh, he's either going to say, yep, that, you know, that hurricane warning's in place, or, oh, no, it must (laughs) only be affecting, you know, this area of Chicago or whatever. Um, I certainly wasn't expecting you to go, oh, yeah, I've been bailing water out of my basement for the last two hours.
0: Yeah, we had like three or four or five days of just heavy rain over and over and over again until the ground got saturated and nothing was soaking in anymore. And that was part of the problem. And actually, like three or four days before you texted me, we did have tornadoes only about five miles from here that tore down, you know, ripped apart some houses, flipped over some cars and... And things like that. It wasn't very far from here at all, um, and it was like at midnight or something like that. So a lot of people were in their homes when it happened. But I don't, th- I don't think anybody got killed. Thank goodness. But, um, but yeah, it's been really violent weather around here lately. And uh, but it's the last week or so. It's it's calmed down. It's just been hot. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Hopefully, we're not going to see any more of that. I'm. We're still doing. We're still. This is an ongoing project getting rid of a bunch of old stuff. So. I'm not completely moved into my new space. Uh, the mess in the basement is not completely cleaned up yet, but you know we're doing a little bit every day and and getting getting things out, which is good because
1: that and it just make it easier down the road if we ever decide to move somewhere else. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, I joined TikTok. Uh, I say joined. I haven't posted anything. (laughs) Uh. That's probably the most boomer way to say it right there, Rob. I
0: I joined the TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm on the TikTok. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah, what what, what prompted you to get on the TikTok?
1: A friend of mine had been um, on on a Slack and, and as well as like privately and stuff, had just been sending me TikToks like that he'd seen on there. Thought you know, funny stuff, yeah, and, and, you know, and he, he'd be posting this stuff constantly. And I was chatting to him. It's like, you should just download it. Like, you know, give it a couple of days, <laughs> uh, you know, just scroll through the like the recommended feed, because that's essentially how you're supposed to use it. And like, he was like, you know, just like the stuff that you that, that makes you laugh or whatever. And he was absolutely right. Within two days, I've, I have my TikTok feed nailed down to cats, dogs. And home improvement videos, <laughs> and that's it. That's all I see. <laughs> really, it's that good, huh? That good of an algorithm. That's that is impressive.
0: I uh, I had it installed until very recently on my phone, but I never really used it uh, more than a couple of times. And then I finally just thought, eh, I'm going to get rid of it. So, well, maybe I'll dive back in. I don't know. I, I do. I have run into some some people who I who I've I've. Her, you know, I don't know, <laughs> adults, very adult adults, older people who are like into TikTok. And I'm always curious about how they found their way to TikTok. And I think it's usually through those videos getting posted on places like Facebook or Twitter or things like that. I think there's a little bit you know, that kind of word of mouth or just text messaging or whatever it happens to be. Uh, Because if I see TikToks these days, it's usually on Twitter.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I see a lot of them there as well, which it was always one of these things where I was like, oh, I should join it. But I didn't, like you say, I don't want to do it in like a boomer way and just be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then like, (laughs) you know, because Keenan had said to me, oh, you know, just join it and just like a few things. And, you know, we can, you know, we can, because you can share stuff with each other fairly easily on the app and stuff. So we've been sending stuff back Uh and forth and, um you know I wasn't convinced at first because there's a lot of I guess it's the same kind of things you see on Instagram reels there's a lot of just young ladies (laughs) dancing to things and I'm like teenage girls doing dances uh, right exactly and I'm like I don't this is not really what I've come here for um but but sort of once you sort of tell it like I'm not interested in this and you know I like every cat video that I see pretty much it's pretty much nailed down that. like I, I don't really see anything that I'm not interested in so um so yeah it kind of works quite well but I yeah I will lose Instagram like is 20 funny minutes or something I can just be sat there i go i just open it up for a minute and the next thing I know it's been quite a oh, while wow. before I've remembered what I'm doing
0: wow maybe I should stay away from it then but but yeah I I mean I think Instagram is pretty funny these days because whenever I like scroll down and I see there they'll have like the suggested list of of um of re- of reels mm-hmm. and it's oh it, that's all it ever is it's just a bunch of teenage girls doing dances and um i don't i maybe that's probably because i haven't trained it i've never really been into reels and i actually don't do much with instagram these days um i don't know i kind of fell out of the habit of taking pictures and sharing stuff during the pandemic so uh who knows? Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to join face join the Facebook,
1: Rob. Oh know? my God! Become do a, not, a fa- d- don't do that. Join Facebook is an absolute <laughs> I'm not mess. To. No, I'm not so, going I am mean, not to. Do don't,
0: I'll find something better to do with my. Yeah, tablet. I mean,
1: don't worry. Like Instagram will be Facebook before you know it. So. Uh. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. It sounds like they're going to be doing some things that are going to make it much worse. It's it's becoming a lot less less photograph. Um focused I guess
1: uh than ever ever before oh, uh,
0: so which I mean I don't mind stories but I'm not really interested in the reels for the most part Do you know where I
1: personally I think the downfall of Instagram came where they they stopped forcing you to do square photos I have never posted a non-square photo mm. to Instagram every photo I've ever done is square and I will not I will stand by this <laughs>
0: <laughs> You are a, you are an Instagram
1: purist Right That's exactly
0: that's the way god intended it boy that's i mean that's how it was invented and that's how it should stay (laughs) i I hear you and 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 you shouldn't be allowed to edit your tweets either for goodness sake come on exactly you say something i would would like to be able to do that (laughs) I say stupid stuff all the time. I, I make typos in my tweets all the time because it's usually like me tweeting something about something I wrote and I'm exhausted from having written it and I write a bad – I always have a bad typo and, and Federico is always telling me about my typos in my tweets. I've gotten better at it. I actually pay attention to that now instead of just firing things off without, without really looking because I'm just like thumb typing and then I don't look back at it often enough
1: I think. yeah and you know that the people that have seen the typo the delete and the repost is like people like me where i've just sort of got it open in the background there and i see a tweet from you and then right then the next thing it's gone and i'm like oh he's made a typo it's coming back in a minute <laughs> yeah
0: it, 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 There, that's the thing with that i mean even if it's a split second thing it almost instantaneous that people see that stuff and a fair number of people see it so i don't know it's that's the problem with the internet i suppose yeah uh at least at least there's you know when like when i post a story usually on mac stories there usually takes people a while to navigate to the to the home page so if i can change something within a minute or two uh, very few people see it it usually takes it's funny you can kind of almost see the the waves start cresting when you post a story where it's like oh nobody's reading it and then like five or ten minutes later is when people really really start to to show up i don't know why that is i i suppose it's just how often people check things like twitter or or going to pages or looking at their rss feed or whatever it happens to be
1: yeah definitely and sometimes i mean like you say people post a link and i won't necessarily click that straight away whereas i will read you know, right. I will retweet straight away if I'm looking at it, but I don't always click the link. So I think, oh, I'm just in the middle of something and then I'll click it. So I suspect that's probably where a lot of the waves come from.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. And I, I do a lot of uh, saving things to like read later from Twitter too. I mean, I, you know, I'll like right click and save it right to
1: uh, reader or something like that. Yeah, definitely. So... The the OLED Nintendo Switch, is that what this is called? Is it just called the new Nintendo Switch? It's
0: called Nute- Nintendo Switch parentheses OLED model. Right.
1: It's, it's somebody, at Apple, are they, <laughs> somebody at Apple doing the naming, is it just like <laughs> I, I think so.
0: I, it's it's pretty ridiculous, but it's not as ridiculous as some of the of some of the names that uh that that Nintendo's come up with in the past. But I, I I'm actually pretty excited about it. I mean The only difference is there's no internal difference on this for the most part at all, except that it's got got wired Ethernet, it's got a better stand, and it's got an OLED display that's bigger. Because I think the current display is like 6.2 inches, and this is 7. So it's got thinner bezels, works with the same Joy-Con, same processor, all that other kind of stuff. Uh, But it's got a better screen. And I think that a better screen is a big deal, even though it's not going to be able to output to 4K or, you know, be 1080p on the device or whatever, it still is going to be more legible and have better colors, more contrast. So I think it'll be a better experience playing handheld, which is how I probably play my Switch 80 to 90% of the time. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I do feel like some games like Breath of the Wild, the text just was not, de- that That game was originally being designed for the Wii. And the text just is too small for handheld and i think it'll it'll be better with a slightly bigger bigger screen and crisper display so yeah i'll probably pick
1: one of these up yeah the um the 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 bezels on the display has always been something you know in the handheld mode that i sort of i look at my switch and i'm like yeah it really could do with smaller bezels on this because that screen looks kind <laughs> yeah. of crappy um I think the interesting thing with this this you know this new switch which is I don't really think is the switch pro that's been rumored necessarily. No, um, I don't think so. Because for somebody like me like I very very rarely use handheld. Um you know I I certainly don't play handheld in the house. Mm. You know I might do it if I go on a long train journey or something like that. Um yeah. there's nothing in this this new Nintendo Switch that would make me or you know somebody like me who only ever plays on a TV want to upgrade um right. which i think is an interesting um it's kind of interesting like mid-cycle because normally these mid-cycle ones whether it's like you know a slimmer xbox or you know the ps4 pro that kind of thing even if they weren't you know they're not really necessarily an upgrade in in a huge way but there was always a sort of a reason to upgrade and i think if you don't use a handout there's there's no reason to upgrade to this new one at all right right no, I, I think that's right. I
0: mean, I think probably that your use is maybe unusual because it's it seems to me the fact that the that the Switch Lite came out first, which was which is only handheld, indicates that there's probably more people playing handheld than playing on a TV with this device. Mm-hmm. Now, now I I mean, it's not that I don't, I just don't do it super often. And I cuz I'll play a lot, I'll just like grab it. And go sit on a couch and play by myself uh, for a while, or I'll sometimes play a game in bed or something like that before I go to bed. And I don't, I just don't do it on the our main TV very often. Um, maybe if I'm home by myself, but usually the TV is being used to watch shows of some kind or a movie or something. So, yeah, I don't use it a ton for that, um, but. But it is for handheld mode. I think this will be a a big benefit. I don't. I think it's interesting that they added wired Ethernet uh, networking to this because I don't know that these. I mean, I, I get that with something like a PS5 or an Xbox where the games are absolutely gigantic, and some of the games are pretty big on on the Switch, but they're not near. I don't think they're nearly as big as on those other consoles, and I don't know that people are having you know. I don't know, connection speed issues cuz online play is not as big really on the on the Switch and so I don't and I don't think it's downloading the games. I'm not really sure why that was something that people that that they decided people needed, but I don't know. I'm glad to have it, I guess, cuz I can connect it and my downloads will happen faster, I hope. I mean, that's not always true with things like this like Sony's the PS4 that we have. I mean, even though we have a fast fiber connection, it takes forever for games to download because Sony's servers are so slow. Oh, yeah,
1: they're awful. Um, and, of course, the PS5 <laughs> is connected to the exact same servers, and it's still just as slow. <laughs> so, I know they've done all this stuff to make games faster when you, you're going,
0: you know, in terms of loading times and all that kind of thing, but downloading a game is so painful still i mean it just takes it literally you know you have to start it and then come back in an hour and see if it's done and and some of these games are getting really really big on on these various platforms
1: yeah the one thing i'm glad about and i think this is a ps5 only feature is the 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 playstation app will now notify you when a game finishes downloading um right, right right so i don't have to sit there waiting for it to download and Going back up and like turning it back on and stuff. I will just get a notification when it's done, which is really useful. <laughs> See this was this was a problem
0: this is one of the the benefits to my son when I was working in the basement was that the PS4 is down there and so he could start a download and I'd be working down there and I could tell him when it was when it was finished but <laughs> fortunately there's an app for that now and I don't have to be the one doing it right
1: you don't need like a, a dad dad powered <laughs> notifications <laughs> exactly
0: i'd have to sit there and listen to that terrible background uh noise that the ps4 makes i forget you know like the music that they have in the the store mm-hmm. um yeah no I, I would have to mute the tv because it would it would drive me crazy listening
1: to that all the time yeah i mean, to be honest i get the same you know even on the ps5 because it has some oh, well actually on the ps5 it like plays the background music for whatever game you're highlighted on Oh, all right, um, all right. and that's kind of fine for the first 20 seconds and then I always have to mute it because I, I do the same you know I turn it on during the day and I might download a game and stuff like that um, and I immediately mute right. it because it's just way too annoying to listen to that over and over again.
0: <laughs> right I mean if you're listening to it for a minute or two it'd be fine but if it's like a half an hour to an hour it'll drive you slowly insane at some point. Yeah it kind of reminds
1: but... me of um, you know when I was a teenager and stuff and I'd stay up late watching DVDs and I'd wake up and the D V D'd be on the menu. you know where they all the D V D menus would just loop round, you know, oh, uh, right, right. Whether it's like a clip from the movie or some kind of weird background um like music they yeah. that it. It kind of reminds me of that where it's just this constant, just like really annoying noise after you've heard it like two <laughs> or three times.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but yeah, I guess I'm glad that they they're updating it. My guess is a couple of things. One is they don't have to, there's still such high demand for the Switch and the games, even given the current technology that I don't think they needed to do the Pro yet, so they're not. And when you add to that the fact that there's these chip shortages that are making it really hard for Microsoft and Sony to even get their new consoles into people's hands, I guess it's probably in, in Nintendo's interest to wait a year or so.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're totally right. Like, they have a product, you know, just like the PS5 and the and the Xbox, where they basically can't make them quick enough. you know. And then, and for right. the Switch, that's even more impressive because it's, what, four years old now? Um, yeah, it's amazing to me
0: that this is a 2017 thing because I, I, it still feels new to me, which is probably why they don't need to do it because I think to a lot of people it still feels kind of new and unique. Yeah, and it feels
1: like every Christmas for the last, you know, the, the previous three years or whatever, three Christmases or whatever, have been just like it was when the Wii was out. Where it was like people having to put reservations and like just hoping that they can get one for Christmas. Like you kind of expected it with the PS5 and the Xbox because it's like it's a brand new thing. But there must be millions of Switches out there and yet they still can't make them enough to, to keep up with demand.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, last time I went looking for one, you could get the light, but it was still very hard to get the the main console. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this does. My guess is that despite some people kind of grumbling about the lack of a of a true upgrade to a, a higher and better model with 4K or whatever, that it's going to do really well come the holiday season. Oh, definitely.
1: I definitely want those white uh, Joy-Cons, though. Um, that's <laughs> that's mm. a different conversation, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think yeah, I I like the black and white color scheme that they're that they've got coming out with this. I think it'll be it'll look pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to play Skyward Sword, which is coming out, and I guess it should be out a few days
1: before we record next? Yeah, I don't think I am. Um, I'm going to wait for All some right. reviews. Um, I've, if I'm honest, I've kind of been burned by some other Zelda games when I have like gone back to them, or you know, even the the remake of. What was the one that was like the little two D one, but it was like adorable that came out recently oh, for the Switch, uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, and I I kind of went back to it, and I did enjoy it for a while, and then I just thought I don't, I still feel like I'm just playing an old game, and that's kind of fine, but yeah. um, I, I wasn't necessarily getting out of it what other people get out of these games. Um, so sure. I'll wait for some reviews, and you know, I might pick it up at some point, but I, I'm not really in a rush to. Um, to give it a go, are you, are you going to get it? I assume you are because you. <laughs> yes, I pre-ordered
0: it a while ago. Yeah, I'm kind of deep into that whole. I, I I'm really enjoying going back to older games, even if the, even the remasters and remakes, because I didn't really d- play a lot of Nintendo games in the '90s, especially. And and um, I'm not even sure. I forget when this game came out. It was after that, but but in any event, I am really deep into the Game Boy Advance era right now. And this game obviously is after that, but uh, I'm looking forward to trying it. I I know I mentioned on the show before. Lukey's games that I have bought by my used games at from, and it's it's uh, based in Florida. They sell tens of thousands of used games. And my most recent order, I got to say, a little disappointing because I ordered expedited shipping, and they still use they use. And I don't know that this is really their fault, but I'm certainly not going to pay extra for fast shipping again because. They use the US Postal Service. Uh And my, first of all, the US Post, I don't know if this is true with like the Royal Mail, but the US Postal Service, their tracking is terrible. You basically know when something leaves. Where it's you know the where it starts, and you know like the day it's coming to you, but the in between you don't know anything about. Unlike you know FedEx or UPS or DHL or whatever it is, where you kind of know oh well it's in this city now and now it's in this city and it's it's coming on this day. You don't know that at all at the U.S. Postal Service. So my three GBA games got delivered to some. I don't know, sorting facility somewhere in central Florida and sat there for 10 days before they ever started coming up to Chicago. It took two weeks for these things to come, and it was supposed to take like three to four days. And I'm happy with them. I mean, they're good. I got Metroid Fusion, Advance Wars, and uh, WarioWare. Nice. Nice. Yeah, those are three really big classics and you can probably under, figure out why I got those three because I watched the Nintendo Direct and got instant nostalgia for all the games that I mean Nintendo's going hard hard in on the uh on the Game Boy Advance era titles and bringing those to the Switch and those are all three well not Fusion. Fusion's not coming to the Switch. What's coming is Dread, Metroid Dread in October, I believe it is. And that same day is the Switch by the way. And that is, uh takes place right after Metroid Fusion. So I got Fusion. And then I also got Advance Wars, which is Advance Wars 1 and 2 are coming out on the Switch, I think, later this year or next year. I forget the timing on that one. And then uh, WarioWare, which is also coming on the Switch. So I, I don't know. I think these old games are kind of fun. And I'm still holding out hope for my analog pocket, which is now I think last I think I heard is supposed to come in maybe October or something mm. like that. It'll have been, you know, I think I ordered it like I ordered it over a year ago now. <laughs> and I think by the time it shows, it will have been 18 months. I mean, it wasn't supposed to, you know, I ordered it. I pretty sure in June last year, and it wasn't supposed to come until the end of the year. And now it'll be closer to the end of the following year. So it'll have been delayed probably nine plus months by that
1: point. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like the kind of thing we've talked about on the show, like, for so long. I, I, if I, A whole bunch of times. Like, if I check the show notes, I'm sure it's got to be in at least, like, five, maybe ten episodes that we've mentioned it. I know, that poor I am still waiting. <laughs>
0: I've got a good collection now, which is the good. The, the silver lining is I have a good collection of games to play on it because you know some of these games are kind of expensive to buy the actual cartridges. Like especially the three I just bought were on the on the pricey end for what I tend to buy. But um, but now I have a pretty good collection to play, and I do have I do have devices to play them on. In the meantime, I have a Game Boy SP and an original. DSI the white DSI that has a Game Boy Advance slot in it too nice. so a Game Boy slot in it too yeah so I have different ways to do it um and I'll I'll keep playing those games as the the date approaches but I'm looking forward to it what I didn't get at the time when I or- pre ordered it was the TV docking station that outputs at 1080p I'm very uh-huh. curious what a ga- original Game Boy game looks like in 1080p I gotta say uh, <laughs> it's obviously got to be up-resed uh through software but i'm not sure it'd be a great experience but that and that's why i didn't get it but it's impossible to get even the accessories for the analog pocket at this point yeah
1: yeah it's uh, yeah i would be interested to know what happens when you you know when you have, can actually hear about it when you've actually got it in your hands which would be nice
0: yeah a lot of people are very angry because they haven't opened up orders since the original pre-orders, and and a lot there's a ton of demand for it. And they, because of the chip shortages, they haven't been able to open up orders uh, since the original
1: the original launch day. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a kind of a crappy situation all around. But you know, I think give it another you know yeah. six to twelve months, and I think a lot of this will sort of resolve itself.
0: Yeah, I hope so. And I, I, we're getting close to the um, to panics thing coming out too yes yeah we do yeah because we uh, play um, date right yeah
1: because we we discussed it i think last episode where i because i hadn't watched the video at that point uh which i did now um and Oh yeah a, what'd you think oh yeah, yeah i really liked it and i i still i was hovering i was looking at it i was like I could, I could order one <laughs> you know I, I did think about it but um i'm just going to keep it on the back burner for now and, and just consider it all
0: so. right all right well we'll see i'm gonna i'm gonna be i i, I forget when the i uh, gotta look when's the uh When's the order date? Isn't it coming up like in a couple of days maybe? Uh, pre-order in July it says.
1: Um, it okay. I doesn't." for some reason I thought it was July 9th, but don't know. I think says, I'm wrong about that. You got to that. put your email in and it says they'll email you when it's pre-order, so I'm not, not entirely sure. Uh, all right. Well, I don't have a pre we don't have a date yet, but uh, I'm going to be ready I'm going to be ready for it. I'm, I'm going to be right there. Excellent.
0: All right, Rob. Well, I think that's probably good for an episode right there. Yeah,
1: I reckon it probably is. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll right. call it there. We'll be back in, you know, two weeks, I suspect, unless anything horribly goes wrong, which I don't think it will this time. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, there's resiliency in my setup. That's what I've proven over the last couple
1: of weeks. But, right, uh... exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you <laughs> soon. Okay, speech to you later.